Oh, bitch. How you guys doing today? I am... I'm elated. I am still in good spirits, with joy, and, you know, a couple, maybe like a couple months ago, a month ago, I was just really down. I felt like just so, uh, and tired, and I didn't want to do it anymore because it was just so hard, and it was just, but I don't quit. If you haven't learned anything about me just through these podcasts, I don't quit. And yes, I get overwhelmed. I get stressed. I get exhausted. I take a break. I don't want to do it anymore. I, I, I come close to quitting, but I don't quit. I'm strong like that. I'm built for this. God created me. God made me. And every day that I wake up, he's not done with me every day that i wake up he believe he knows that i am worth something so i know that i'm worth something every day that i wake up and yes it's hard sometimes to remember that when things are when things are down when it's not going your way when you you know when just life gets to you but i am back to feeling like my normal self uh i've been saying i'm gonna do my hair for i don't even know how long now um probably since april no probably since like may may june july august three months i've been supposed to do my hair and i ain't did it not one time and i i don't even feel anything because my hair is not a huge thing for me um and I honestly don't care because I don't want to do my hair. I just want to get to the point where I can go get my hair done again. Like, that's just the goal. I'm not even trying to settle and do my hair. I don't want to get comfortable doing my hair. That is so ghetto. I don't care. If you do your hair, that's fine with you. But for me personally, I love getting my hair done. Do I like sitting there a long time, a long time to get my hair done? No. But I like getting my hair done by somebody else that is not me. Anyways, let's get into the podcast. I I've talked about this a little bit, but as I like continue on and just kind of like think about the last person that I was talking to, I kind of owe him a lot, you know, because that was like what a good thing that happened to me and the best thing was not allowing it to you know stretch out. I I from like the first time that I hung out with him I just knew it wasn't something that should be pursued for a long time but um he wasn't really a bad person but he just wasn't really my person or somebody that I really wanted to you know just prolong a relationship with um and because we couldn't just be friends um that just caused us to not have any kind of communication or continue to be friends um now which is why we don't speak which is kind of sad because he he is a good person he's very kind um but just uh it was just some things that I just couldn't as a as a like you know to be involved with him um sexually or otherwise it was just not for me he he got me to the point of 
really realizing what I want for myself. And I can't thank him enough for that. Um, It was just like kind of a discovery um, being with him. And so these are some of the things that I found out about myself. Um, He was a drinker. Okay, listen. I don't know if I, I don't remember if I've given the full story, but if I haven't, let's, let's kind of give the full story or enough to make my point today. Um, I do remember I did say that I met him on my job, um, that my friend at the time, she had known him before and she was previously engaged with him. They, she had told me that they never did anything sexual. He told me the same thing as well. Do I believe that? I don't know, but the fact that she gave me the okay to pursue that, I did, and um, because the way she talked about him was just like she was very much not interested, and you know, so cool, you're not interested, I am fine. Uh, Naturally, that isn't something that I would do is to be involved with somebody that my friend was involved with it's just mm, you know um but anyways nevertheless so we he come he started coming to see me at my job often or not often every day and then when I got my second job at the time he would come and he would take me to work so my schedules were back to back was this at the time? I don't even remember. Would would he take me to work? No, he would offer to take me from my first job to my second job. And I declined because I had never been out with him outside of the job. And then eventually uh, we went out or what did we do? What was it? I don't even remember. See, people would be thinking like you have some kind of like hold on me. But realistically, I can't remember things about people that are in my past because I those are things that I don't want to remember you know those aren't you people don't really hold a special place in my heart and when I tell people that they kind of get this disheartened because they're like wow I'm not special to you or they want to be special or they like so what's the point of this but if you mean something to me I will remember everything um but anyways, continue on. So yeah, we I'm really trying to remember like the first time I don't know, I think I did I go home with him the first night? <laughs> Might have. Um <laughs> That's so crazy. No, I did not sleep with him the first time I went over to his house. That's just the type of person I am. Um, you do you, that's fine and dandy. But anyways, continuing on. Um, so he was kind of the split person. So he he dressed nice, um, kept himself up nice, you know, clean shave. Um he was always at work, so that's why that's kinda how we met. Our jobs were close by and he would um come over and that's kinda how we were introduced. Uh uh, because our jobs were in close proximity. And then, um, so from there, we started talking. The conversation was nice. He seemed to have a good head on his shoulders. Like I said, I don't really care about opinion. Um, um, what is it? 
<laughs> not opinion um i don't really care about like what you look like the visual i'm more of you have to fuck me mentally before you can fuck me physically um and he did that so uh like the conversation was nice but then um hanging out with him outside of work or outside of him coming to my job and bringing me food or stuff like that um hanging out with him at his house um he was a drunk so it was like he had two different sides and you know i like to analyze people and stuff like that so it was just like he really it's not like he was running from something but he was like very hurt by something and the way that he talked about his mom um i believe that that is what it was um but i can't say for sure because i never pried i don't pry um, I didn't mean to say pride. I didn't pry because I don't like to pry with like people's emotions and feelings. Because I'm not, I'm not a shrink. I'm not a counselor. I'm not really anybody of importance to pry your emotions out of you. So when you feel comfortable with me, you will like disclose certain more information and details about you and how you feel about things in your past and trauma and stuff like that. Um, so the drink, the excessive drinking was a thing that really was just a turnoff to me because my mom was drunk for, uh, the first seven years of my life. And so alcoholism, um, also because my aunt drank herself to death, alcoholism really for me was just, um, not even a turn. It is a turnoff for sure, but it's kind of a trigger for, things that happened in my life and it kind of makes me sad because I know where it could end up and I know how it could affect somebody with children and he did have young children so um his drinking problem made me want to be a sober person isn't that crazy that is so insane and after okay so I stopped talking to him in January I didn't stop smoking until May and um, probably what caused the delay in that of me quitting smoking and becoming a sober person was the death of my grandmother. My great grandmother, she had passed away in April um, and I was still constantly around people who were smoking. So the people in my circle was um a, con- a contribution and also it just wasn't my time and I didn't I hadn't had my mind made up to quit smoking and drinking at that time so um just responsibility and not blaming anybody or anything like that this is what it is um the other thing that he uh kind of drove me to was God which is it just feels crazy because who would have thought you know um that this person that I have no I no plans on you know, being involved with or even, you know, speaking to ever in life, um, honestly, because some things that he did rubbed me the wrong way. And I will not disclose these things ever um, to anyone, but just, um, I don't know, he made me want to be closer to God because though, like, he was not like a narcissist and I can't really say that because I don't I I know the term in verbatim uh I mean I don't know the term verbatim but I do know the that it's psychologically uh so your screws aren't all the way there um but it was just 
the way that he spoke about um oh that's what it was okay i'm like i know there's like a direct reason why he drove me closer to god because um yes i had our we had had sex a few times um during the duration of us being in each other's lives um and i'll tell you this it was less than five times (laughs) um i think we had sex four times it might have been three but maybe four um but still less than five times and um this was from august to august to january jen august september october november december january oh yeah so probably like one time a month um but it wasn't five so but anyways that that's not important so yes we did have sex and then it kind of just got me realizing that i didn't want to have sex like i not with him not just with him but like not with anybody and which is like a religious thing right so technically i'm a christian but really i'm just a child of god um god for a woman and um sex before marriage just it 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 hit me being with him um being involved with him and so when i you know we had the discussion that I didn't want to have sex until marriage and you know yes that is very unfair um but at the same time it isn't because I didn't know that before having sex with him like I didn't um so it is it's fair but it isn't um but truthfully it is fair because so after we had that discussion he said that he was on board with that and he was okay with that but every time that I after that that I would come over he would try to get me to have sex with him and I was very just firm on not having sex with him like and then it was kind of frustrating because I'm like okay yes it's it's we've already had sex and now to say that i decided to wait until i'm married to have sex it is kind of unfair because it is a little bit misleading but ultimately i can decide and change my mind at any given moment so um the and the fact that you agreed and you said you were okay with that this is why i don't record in the daytime you can hear the dogs barking in my background I like to record in the middle of the night, but we're we're here now. Anyways, um, and the fact that he agreed and then continued to try to get me to have sex with him, um, it was just so so uncomfortable because you didn't respect me, you didn't respect what I was believing in, and then he downplayed it because the the reason that I gave him because I was like, I like it's just a religious thing for me. It is a godly thing for me, and it was like he was mocking that and that made me decide that I don't want to be with him I don't want to have sex with him I don't want to have sex with anybody until I'm married and then it brought me back to the church which just helped me get back into my religion and well not my religion I hate saying religion because Christianity Christianity is not a religion um but it just helped me get back to God and in my faith and decide that i am gonna practice abstinence until i'm married and i am gonna be married and so with after 
ending all association with this person, I learned that I want to be a sober person. I want a sober partner. I want to be married. I don't want to have sex until I'm married. And I want to lead a godly life. And I want to be led by someone who fears God as well. So six things came out of being with this one person over the course of five months. Amazing. Just amazing. And it actually contributes to me having my head on straight, me prioritizing me, me understanding when something is not for me and when a person isn't for me that I can walk away. So understanding my power and authority of just saying no, that this isn't what I want. You aren't what I want. I'm not even what you want, but you're trying to convince yourself because you do benefit out of this. If I was naive and easy, like so such a people pleaser, if he hadn't had a met me years ago maybe i still would be talking to this person but i am just so grateful for those five months um because i learned a lot and those things are super important to me and so i it's not a soul tie thing it's more of a you helped me grow as a person and I will never forget that. You were my turning point in life um, for me to be the person that I'm going to be forever, you know? Uh, And so I really do appreciate that. And I do wish I would be able to tell him that, but I can't because if I so much as even deliver a message via somebody else, um, he's going to probably try to track me down. And I just don't want that. But in any case, I never wish bad on people that I no longer talk to. I do genuinely wish them happiness, peace, and joy. Um, I wish them the best because I don't have no resentment. I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. I'm not even hurt. Um, Some of the things that I did incur with him, I do kind of have a problem with. Um, But I can pray about it and I can release that. Um, I think the only person that I would ever disclose something like that would be to, would be to my husband. Um, because other than that, it is, it's not really important, but I'm just so happy, uh, that, that experience, it wasn't for nothing, right? Because literally everything we go through is either a, a blessing or a lesson, right? Um, but everything's a lesson. People say it's a blessing or a lesson, but everything to me teaches me something. Even my blessings teaches me something. Blessings teach you to be humble. Blessings teach you to be kind and giving and grateful. So everything teaches us something. Uh, but I am so just really, I'm really truly happy about the person that I became because of that. Because I am in love with me now. I loved myself before and I was always in love with myself. But now I I feel like I, that caused me to know me. Like I I knew things about me, like I knew who I was and stuff like that. But I didn't know what I wanted out of life, you know, because so for so long, you know, I'm like, no, I don't want to be married. I don't want to be I don't want to have a family. I don't want to love people. I don't uh, I didn't 
care to have a relationship with um God or be in with my religion um I I didn't care to you know protect my my abstinence I you know I was more free and liberal and just willy-nilly in the world now I have standards and I have boundaries and I have respect for myself to obtain those boundaries and those standards um so now I have more respect for myself and I've said this multiple times like I want to get to the point where I'm a respectable person and you know so in that I do believe it starts with me respecting myself and how I present myself and I've said that I want to change the way that I dress and uh when I went out with my pastor and we were we were shopping for clothes I love my pastor style like it's not super conservative like yeah it is conservative but it's so cute and it's still very like attractive and and sexy you know it's not like you don't you are a sack of potatoes and you just you know that's that's how you dress but it's just it's not like she wears super oversized fitting clothes um or super tight fitting clothes she shows that she has a body but it's still very classy and attractive and that's what that's what I want to start dressing like you know like Give me a good pantsuit. Give me a good suit. Give me a good skirt. Give me a, a nice like blazer. Give me a nice a blouse. Um, I love that. I love that businesswoman professionalism. Like very, uh, boss lady attire. So, a lot of I still have things to change. Um, to be the respectable woman I see myself as but I'm getting closer just because I have learned who I am what I uh what I want out of life what I want to be in life um as far as personal like you know um because I always knew that I wanted to serve people I always knew I wanted to help people um but that's like more career field I knew like how I wanted to make money and how I wanted to leave a legacy but in my personal life who am I and discovering that helps me learn to respect myself and my standards and my boundaries and my therapist was trying to get me to set boundaries last year was this last year or the year before I believe this last year yeah last year and um I finally got to that point and see that's why I I do believe finding the right therapist is crucial to having therapy works because I've had multiple therapists over the years literally I've been going to therapy since elementary school at first it was mandated because of things that was going on in my house but then I started going to therapy uh it was still mandated for a couple like for years after that but then I started going to therapy on my own but I kept leaving therapy because my therapist wasn't a good match for me and so I'm not gonna really give up therapy but I am gonna continue to find the right therapist for me that has the right techniques to help me find me and get to the root of my issues um because I still struggle with PTSD I still struggle with um a little bit of anxiety not really much depression but although I do get depressed at some times but um because if she would have the therapist who was like talking to me about you know setting my boundaries and sticking to them if she would have helped me find resolutions to get to that point it probably wouldn't taken a 
a year after made or over a year after those conversations to get to this point but hey I'm grateful she put the she planted the seed in my head and it was still executed and I am a boundary setting person now and I just feel so good to know who I am personally know who what I want out of life personally and professionally and I it's like I have a new lease on life because I have a new understanding about me and I can move forward in creating spaces that are for me and being places that I'm supposed to be instead of forcing things with people that I'm not even supposed to be with. Yeah, so that's my that's the podcast for the day. I I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. Um have you found your turning point and if you have who or what brought that turning point on? Uh, what was the change? How did it look like? What changed? What was the turning point? Let me know. Um, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.